So, who wants to tell me what happened last time? I'm going to try and remember because I didn't get that journal that I was promised, but, um... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can tell you what happened last round. Yes, Katie, can you tell me what happened last time? Yes. Oh, I was gonna, but all right, go for it. Wow, okay. No, please, go ahead. No, no. No, 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 you insisted. No, no. I insist now. Well, now because you want me to... It's funny because then the last campaign... You guys like did not want to tell me what happened in the last. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. See, here we are. We're 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 ready. We're present. We're able. Sure. All right. So, uh, how about you guys split duties? Okay. 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 Well, you go first, Katie. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, um, Julia's character, Elira. 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 Okay. Her character was uh, recruited by um, Tyvan Longgrass, right? Tavar. Tavar, okay. Tavar Longgrass. See, I, if I had a notebook, <laughs> if I had a notebook, I would have been able to write all he this was, down. He was Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, <laughs> so she was recruited by Rocket Raccoon. Okay. Correct. Um, for an expedition, and at the same time, uh, okay, never mind. I'm gonna, I'm just going to say the parts that I really liked. Okay, good. No offense to everybody else. <laughs> That's fine. But Muddle made an appearance, and Muddle <laughs> rhymes with Puddle. <laughs> Muddle does rhyme with I Puddle. I wanted to say that part. That was my <laughs> <laughs> No, I've claimed the Muddle duty. <laughs> Muddle is the best character in this game. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Muddle was given a guard's outfit, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, it's adorable. Yeah. Muddle is the best, and that's all I care about. <laughs> uh, Silas tried to confide in his sister, his woes, and uh, she brushed him off. And so he was like, okay, I'll figure it out myself, which means, I guess, traveling the world. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yep. Marisa, what else happened? Um, so Dax was called in to talk to the same sister um, and is now being paid to go do a thing. True, yes. Do you know what mm-hmm. that thing is? We're traveling to a place. Yes. What, what, um, did, what did your sister, con- or what did uh, Silas's sister contract you to do? Fucking something. I, well, now that I'm talking about it, I don't remember. It would really help if I had a notebook. That's fine. Uh, it was uh, watch out for Silas. Make sure he doesn't oh, get Oh, yeah, I knew that. I just yeah. couldn't remember what the other thing was. Uh, that, the whole group is doing. Right. That was basically it. Um, it's just long grass. Is sort of also using. Yeah, I couldn't you. remember Longgrass's thing. I remember the whole babysitting. Does anyone remember what happened uh, with uh, Paragus, Oxford, Pendulous, Ominous? He cut off a um, a straw dick. Yes. 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 He cut off a training dummy's dick. Yes. Which is strange that it had it there, but yes. <laughs> you know, it's anatomically. Yeah, I wasn't correct. sure that they had those, but all right. <laughs> Flavor. <laughs> Anatomically correct. Anatomically correct. Okay, so that happened. Uh, does anyone else remember what happened after that? He was with his uncle. Mm-hmm. He was chit-chatting with his uncle. Yes. And his but, uncle sent him on the same job that we are all doing. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, more Pretty or less. Uh, I mean, he is a cleric of uh, the House of Light, uh, the Star's Light. And uh, he was sent to sort of spread that light and joy and happiness and wonderment. Uh, to the other world, uh, the new world, rather. And that's where we're going. And that's where you're going. And that is actually sort of where we left off. You guys are on the dock. Tavar Longgrass has actually just walked up uh, and seen Muddle, there. Uh, their there. kind of guard uniform, and uh, introduced himself and uh, also 
was right there with them when they said muddle rhymes with puddle. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he is sort of uh, ushering you guys onto the boat. Um, it is uh, sort of a smaller boat. This is uh, clearly a boat that will take you to a larger boat in the ocean. Um, but yeah, there you guys are on the dock. So it's we're, we're split up, right? It's three of us and then... So uh, Popo... Or uh, Leonard's character, Popo. Um, he is uh, meditating. He sort of realizes that uh, everyone is sort of getting onto the ship. And so he gets up from his meditation and nonchalantly, quietly walks on. Um, Elira is with uh, Longgrass pretty much at his hip the whole time. Uh, and as Longgrass steps onto the boat, so does Elira. And now it's you three. I will also walk on to the boat. Uh, um, okay. Uh, I had mentioned at the very end of the last episode that, uh, Dax, you did see uh, Silas sort of closer to the boat, and you're yeah. sort of heading in that direction. So you, okay. you finally see your charge. Cool. Yeah, so uh, then I'm going to clap him on the shoulder. Um, try not to take him down, I guess. Um be Not like, hey, right kid, the water. you joining us? Uh, yeah. Cool. Okay. And Silas is just going to keep walking to the boat, because that was odd. <laughs> uh, yeah, you... Good, if you're in the way. <laughs> you don't know Dax. You don't know who he is. Like, if you heard his name, you probably remember him from, like, a history class or something. Oh, no, I'm... I know who... Dax Ulrich is. Right. I don't know who this strange large man who just <laughs> smacked me on the shoulder and called me kid is. Mm. So I'm gonna keep walking to the boat. I'm a little confused. All right, uh, Muddle. We... What what are you uh, what are you doing? Are we still in the bay? Uh, yeah, you guys are still in the bay. Okay, I'm just chilling. Uh, cool. Uh, you <laughs> are with uh, Pater and Amon. Mm-hmm. I'm basically telling me, I'm basically doing what they're they're telling me to do. Awesome. Uh, just so like sit there and look menacing, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to look menacing. Yeah, I'm on. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, sort of, yeah. Like, they they don't look mes- menacing at all, especially Pater. Uh, Pater isn't really designed to look menacing. <laughs> he is uh, a very skinny, tall, tall dude. Um and, uh, yeah, he, he does not look menacing. Amon kind of looks menacing um, just because of his stature. He's a very kind of broad-shouldered, shorter, much shorter, especially uh, next to Pater. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, he, he looks menacing only because he has a very large uh, hand axe on his hip. And uh, other than that, his, his face is... You can t- he's not currently smiling, but you can tell his baseline is a smile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I'm just chilling then. Awesome. Uh, and so uh, you three are sort of like looking out, waiting for any stragglers uh, that are coming. And you see a small elven young woman uh, with dark brown hair and uh, very, very pale uh, alabaster skin. Uh, she is carrying baggage that is far too heavy for her and way too cumbersome. Uh, and she is trying her best to, uh, kind of carry that load. 
Uh, behind her is a very slender, tall, well-dressed uh, elven man um, who is like sort of has his hands out as like if trying to catch whatever she's going to drop. Uh, and it's it's kind of working, but like clearly the uh, young elven girl does not want any help and she is just struggling to get through onto the boat. Uh, Silas takes her hint and just continues walking. Okay. She seems fine. <laughs> She'll figure it out. Awesome. <laughs> uh, cool. So yeah, you uh, you see her trying her best uh, to waddle her way to uh, the uh, boat. And uh, she's, ah, God, it's, I got it. Don't, don't help. I got this. I got this. I'm supposed to get all of this. Okay. And, and the tall elven woman, uh, man behind her is just like, my lady, please. I just, uh, if I just one of the bags, I can, it's, but it, oh, it's going to fall. <laughs> and uh, they uh, make their way onto the gangplank and uh, almost, perfectly comedic timing one of uh the bags just slips from the top of the stack uh in her arms and slides directly off to the gang off the gangplank into the bay yeah (laughs) and it's yeah nice little splash and (laughs) uh the elven man just stands there like ah what was in that what what was in that one he's like don't don't worry I've, i've got this and Finally, she gets onto the the deck of the ship and just drops everything onto it. This is clearly like, I don't know, like 90 pounds of just luggage and stuff. Uh, and she already lost one. You see her like kind of panting for a second. Uh, but then she like moves her hand in a funny way. And all of a sudden, the uh, luggage that she f- uh, dropped into the bay comes out of the water dripping wet uh, and lands safely on the deck next to the pile of other luggage. And she's panting. I told you I got it. He's like, yes, of, of course, ma'am. I never doubted you for a moment. It's like, yes. Thank you. Yeah, Silas is just kind of staring. Yeah. Like, he's not even trying to hide it. It's just, he looks perplexed. Okay. Uh, she kind of like starts organizing her packages and things. Awesome. Uh, so what is Dax doing while uh, you're watching this young elven woman uh, um, struggling? Well, he's going to go over and offer to help. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, he's going to, he'll just walk up to her and be like, hey, do you want any help with that? Uh, oh, oh, um, no, no, thank you, sir. I, I am uh, just fine by myself. I appreciate that. And right. you can if, see if you want any help, just let me know. You can see behind her that the tall elven man is like looking at you like, oh, my God, help. Please help. <laughs> like you can read a hundred <laughs> expressions in his eyes. All right. Well, I'm probably just going to help. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, you, you don't have to. That's it's all right. No, I want to. It, Give uh, me something if to you do. want to, then I, I will not. I will not say no to the help of a kind man. Thank you very much. You're you're welcome. <laughs> I needed something to do anyway, so this this helps. Helps you're helping me. Um, and uh, you see her sort of like stepping back as you sort of you know lift these semi-heavy uh, suitcases into a nice organized pile 
beside what is probably like the captain's cabin uh, for this small ship. Uh, And then she bends down and opens up the sopping wet uh, piece of luggage that she pulled out of the bay. And inside, all you see are like wet scrolls and wet books, uh, a couple of miscellaneous like uh, uh, articles of clothing of just like undeterminate shape and size. It's just a, a, a plethora of color fabric and you're not 100% sure what's inside, but definitely books and scrolls. And you she gives all the things to fall into the bay. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it could have been any of these, really. They all have things that I'd rather not get wet, but uh, I, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're fine. As long as the ink is not running, all the spells should still be working. And so she starts to uh, prestidigitate uh, some dryness into the spells, uh, spell scrolls and spell books that she has. She's like, I, I am so sorry. I have not introduced myself. Uh, my name is Iify. It is a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Dax Ulrich. Dax. Ah, all right. That uh, very human name. You must be 100% human. Uh, am I correct? Yeah. I see. I am uh, I am from, well, the north. Uh, very, very far to the north. I am, uh, <clears throat> I am Athenian. An elf? Gotcha. Yes, I, uh, I'm, I'm here to meet some sort of, uh, I don't know, adventurer or... Do you know a Mr. Longgrass? Uh, yeah. He's that, uh, that little fellow over there. Uh, yeah, you, you turn around and you see him sort of on the prow of the boat with Elyra, uh, and they're sort of discussing something in hushed tones. IFI smiles and says, thank you so much, Mr. Dax. It, uh, means a lot to me. And she turns to the tall, uh, elven man. Silify, let's go. And he nods and... As he's passing, you sort of gives you a look of like, thank you for everything that you did. I'll give him a nod. Um, all right. Back on the dock itself, uh, Muddle, you are actually uh, watching this gigantic orc female walking close to you. Uh, she is covered head to toe in uh, like in furs and plants and flowers. She has a... a a uh, really large ring of these dark red flowers. They're not roses, but they're very, very dark and red. Uh, that is uh, in a little crown on her head. She has uh, like a sack slung behind her back, uh, and that sack is is made of just hemp. It's not even leather. It's just a, a really rough sack. Uh, and she smiles uh, really warmly at you and says, Well, hello there. I have not seen anyone like you in quite a long time that haven't been trying to burn my hometown down. What is your name? Uh, my name is Muddle. It rhymes with puddle. That yes. is adorable. <laughs> Thank and you. Are you, a, are you a guard here? And Peter says, yes, they are a guard. <laughs> They're one of our best. Yeah, I am really tough. Yes, I, I, can, I can see that. Wow, you, uh, you are colorful, aren't you? Yes. Beautiful, beautiful plumage, I must Thank say. You. I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm talking too much. Um, my name is Yoka, Yoka Grow. Uh, Very pretty name. 
Uh, oh, thank you. You know, a lot of orcs don't get that. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. But Mayor I appreciate Brown is that. very pretty, as long as well as your plumage is also very colorful and pretty. Uh, all right. Oh, you're, you're talking about my furs. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. These were donated to me from, well, the ones who once wore them. Oh, okay. Yes. Very good donations, then, that you go to. Oh, it, it is very warm, <laughs> especially especially here. It is freezing cold here. And uh, it's it's about in, like, the low 60s. It's not very cold, but to that, her, it's That is something I don't cold. really agree with you with, but I... Uh, can see your viewpoint. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> View of point. Okay, that's good. Uh, <laughs> um, you uh, you notice her sort of shifting weight, um, and uh, she says, "So um, this is the uh, Frontier Fortune Foundation." I uh, can I turn to one of the guys and be like, "Is that is that, is that what it's called?" <laughs> and uh, Amon like nods as Peter says, "Like yes." Yes, we are the Fortune Frontier Foundation, and this is the ship to Amindia. Are you on the list, ma'am? And uh, she says, uh, I'm not, but I hope to soon be. And uh, Amon sort of like lazily uh, hands her a, a document, the same kind of document that uh, almost everybody has signed. She's like, thank you, thank you. Uh, and she actually like cuts her finger a little bit. And starts reading it over and signing on dotted lines, initialing where she needs to. Uh, she hands it back to Amon, and Amon, like, takes it in his uh, uh, forefinger and thumb and, like, nods and says, uh, thanks. And, like... An avocado. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> it's for insurance. Uh, yeah, I, I assume That's it was... Uh, to be honest, there's nothing here in Dolensheim holding me down. So I figured, let's give it a shot in Amendia, huh? I'm sure that entire place won't burn down, will it? <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Well, I hope to see you guys there. Are you coming along? Uh, yes. Fantastic. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, all right. I'll see you on the boat. And she uh, walks up. And as she's walking down the gangplank, you can hear it creaking and moaning underneath her, uh, her weight. Uh, she is incredibly muscular and about almost eight feet tall. Um, yeah, she's huge. Anywho. Uh, so, yeah, you guys are uh, chilling, almost ready to go. Is uh, Silas doing anything on the boat? No, he's mostly just trying to keep to himself. Okay. Trying to. He's not, like, brooding or anything, but he is off in the corner. Okay. He's brooding. He's brooding. A That's a little bit of brooding. Yeah. A little bit of brooding. He should have been a rogue. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't know these people. It's probably the first time he's ever been anywhere without official guards. It's true. So Yeah. It's probably incredibly true. Aww. Um, Dax, are you doing anything on the boat? Uh, no, just uh, helping situate all of those bags for the elves and then just kind of kicking back when I'm done with that. Sure. Uh, yeah, you have seen um, IFI uh, and and her guard walk to uh, Longgrass, and they are now joined in a hushed conversation. Um, Muddle, mm -hmm. just before uh, Pater and Amon start uh, packing things up, uh, you see one more dude. Um, he walks up, and he is very short. He is about 
up to like mid thigh on you. Uh, he's waddling and carrying what looks to be uh, like a giant metal trunk. A couple of things, bits and pieces of metal uh, kind of like pop out uh, because the trunk lid is not actually closed. Uh, and he walks up uh, and uh, Pater and Amon sort of like look at him and they're like, oh, stars. And uh, he finally gets to the table where you guys have set up and he sets down his thing and it just makes this huge crashing sound inside this uh, uh, case. He looks up at Pater and then to Amon and then to you, Muddle. He's like, so we have now Omindians, Garuda here. Yes, Zandros. We are taking this Garuda and we're going to Omindia. Are you coming along on this on this journey this time? He's like, mm, Mr. Longfoot says he needs me. I am not sure I am comfortable. He's like, all right, all right. Well, um, it doesn't really matter because, you know, we're going back to Amindia and Longgrass paid you. I specifically dropped off that money. Uh, this is Amon speaking. Mm-hmm. He says, hmm. Mm. The pay was for my expertise. It was not for my happiness. But fine. He picks up his uh, massive trunk again and starts walking. Did uh, he already sign the paperwork? Yeah, he's he's already signed on. Oh, okay. We have to deal with him for, well, however long this journey is going to take. Okay. He's not angry that you're Garuda. He's angry that we're going on a boat with you. He's superstitious. Okay. Okay. Well, I think this is going to be it. So um, if you could help Pater kind of pack up and I'll meet you on the boat. Okay. And uh, Amon sort of like you know, with his hand on his, on the, on the head of his axe, uh, sort of walks onto the, onto the boat. Pater is like, I, Muddle, <laughs> I will watch out for you. Mm-hmm. I am okay. going to make sure that that little asshole of a dwarf doesn't hurt you. Okay. 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 And, Thank uh, you. I appreciate that. And, uh, <laughs> Protect Muddle at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> all costs. Uh, and uh, Patron, you quickly pack up the the folding table and whatnot, and uh, he brings it on uh, to the ship. Uh, and a few minutes later, you hear a penny whistle go off, and uh, the gangplank is lifted from the uh, ship. A few minutes after that, you guys are well on your way out into the bay, uh, and it takes a little bit. But eventually, you see this ship. And I'm pretty sure, uh, Muddle, I'm not sure you would know about this ship. But uh, Dax and Silas, you guys have, have heard about this ship. It is an oddly designed ship. Specifically designed to travel through a very specific uh, uh, gate in the middle of the ocean. It is uh, a catamaran. But... The catamaran is way wider uh, than it is long. You guys know that the design of the ship is meant to pass through the gate 
as quickly as possible to make sure that if something does happen, it only happens to a part of the ship. That's that's its design. You've only heard about this thing. It was uh, uh, sort of created about 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Uh, and you guys are getting closer and closer. It is a very large ship. It's meant to uh, sort of ferry a couple hundred people through. Is it a ship that was designed in the Three Kingdoms? Yes. Okay. Yes. This would have been either a Godwin design um, or a Godwin and Coalbreaker design. They probably had a couple of uh, help, a couple of helpers uh, from the Magic College. Uh, Francis, what was the name of the Magic College again? Oh, let me look. Oh, it's uh, Lady Nanaba's Academy of Magical Arts and Ethics. There it is. Amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you um, you guys are uh, getting closer to this ship, and uh, eventually your little uh, uh, tugboat ferry. Uh, pulls up alongside of it, and uh, a lo- much nicer gangplank extends down to uh, the deck of your ship, and um, it has ropes and it's it's polished wood. It has iron uh, underneath it. It's very sturdy and ready to go. Absolutely nothing special to Silas. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, Silas. No, you're. This is a ship. Yeah. He's familiar the with fact this. that you're on this boat. You might have tetanus. Like, that's the kind of... <laughs> yeah. I didn't touch anything. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> um, so as you guys are going up uh, to this bigger ship, you see uh, Longgrass uh, sort of making sure that every one of his party members uh, is getting off of the little ship and onto the bigger ship. Um, and he actually sees you, Silas. And he kind of cocks his head and is like, you must be the one uh, Dax was sent after, huh? Excuse me? Nothing. What's your name, man? Silas. All right. I'm uh, Longgrass. Frontier Fortune Foundation. Yeah, I've heard of you. Right. Have you uh, signed the uh, signed the release? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll check with Peter and Oman and make sure that you sign it. It's incredibly important that you sign it. I did. Good. Good. Well, I'll see you on the ship, huh? Yes. Great. <laughs> and he's just going to go. All right. He's a little confused. <laughs> he's going to go. Um, who's, uh, who's next in, onto the ship? Can I fly um, on the ship? What's that? Can I, just, like, can I do a little hop and a fly? Uh, you want to fly onto the ship? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. It's not that far. Uh, like, cool. Okay. Um, Sweet. So you fly onto the ship, and uh, as soon as you land, um, you actually land next to uh, the dwarf, Xandros, and he looks, like, terrified. He looks absolutely abject horror. He's <laughs> like, you, you flew. You cannot fly on ship. No, this is... Nope, not okay. And he picks up his trunk and starts walking back down the gangplank towards uh, Tavar. And, and he's just shaking his head and his, and his giant beard with like beads and stuff embedded into it is shaking it even extra. This poor man clearly has PTSD. Dax is going to have to move out of the way so that he doesn't like push him into the water or something. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> go ahead and roll me, 
let's go for dexterity. God. Ooh. Uh, I got an 18 plus one, so it's a 19. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're able to just, like, you know, back up against the uh, the rope uh, railing of this gangplank. As... He does it with a little flourish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... like, holy shit, man. <laughs> as this uh, just brick of a man, uh, dwarven man, just, like, trundles down uh, this gangplank with his giant case of and, like, little metal bits falling off here and there. Um, and he reaches, uh, Tavar and he's like, Sandros, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Get back on the ship. He's like, nope, nope. The Garuda flew. You saw it. Cannot happen. Cannot happen on the ship. Can I, can I just yell? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> he's like, San- Sandros, you gotta drop this stuff. It's nonsense. Who even told? He's like, no. My father says, if you go on ship, never fly. That's what he says. That's what I do. He's like, no, it, this oh, ship does not fly. This ship not no, this no. ship. Yeah, There's this... an ancient ship that flies. And I said, <laughs> a real old one. Yeah, yeah. Probably the best ship out there. Best ship in the world. Uh, Dax, you're sort of walking up on this heated conversation. What are, what are you doing? Uh, no, I was going on to the oh, ship. Oh, right. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You're already on to the ship. And yeah, um, um, I'm going to I'm gonna compliment Muddle and be like, hey, that was pretty freaking cool. Um, Maybe cool for you, but not for him. And I feel bad now. Apparently not. Uh, he'll get over it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I'm still saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get over that too. <laughs> and, um... Uh, eventually, Tavar, uh, like, he hears, the, everybody hears the penny whistle of the bigger ship now. Uh, and Tavar has not convinced Zandros to come back onto the ship. Uh, you see Zandros, uh, like, on his trunk, arms crossed, looking just angry at the ocean in front of uh, the littler boat. Uh, and throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> and Longgrass is like, ah, all right, look, uh, Zandros, um, Whenever you be- manage to, you know, clean the bad feeling from yourself, just, uh, you know where to meet us. And he, and he, Zandros doesn't say anything. He just like, and sits there. And uh, Tavar. Can do that again, just for my benefit. Mm. <laughs> and Zandros, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, Tavar finally like climbs up the gangplank and looking back, uh, making sure that, you know, He's not moving. This dwarf is not moving. Uh, and he gives an exasperated sigh. And he looks over at you, Muddle, and he's like, Ugh. So, Muddle, that guy's an idiot. He okay. believes in the craziest things ever. Uh-huh. So, uh, don't be sorry. You did nothing wrong. You, all you did was... I thought it would be was... more out of the way if I flew so that it would take less time. I, that was very considerate of you, and the fact that that idiot out there thinks that uh, now the ship will sink. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what to tell you. What if I walk uh, down the gangplank and then come back? Would that be more helpful? Well, to be honest, I have no idea because his beliefs are absolutely out of this world. So um, I don't know. You could spin around three times and 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 whistle the newest tunes i i really don't know what you could do but i don't think he's coming along this time he'll catch the next ferry i'm sure he'll catch the next ferry anyway. okay 
Oh, that, wait. Uh, wait, yes. wait. Model. I cannot, uh, oh, wait. Is he hostile toward me? Who? Uh, dwarf dude. Ooh, that's a good question. Because not it's- really. He's not hostile towards you. He's hostile towards the situation that you caused. But isn't he hostile towards Garuda's? No. Okay. The only reason he was hostile towards a Garuda was because you guys were on a boat. And he was afraid that if you started falling. that maybe would help, but he can't be hostile toward me. He can't be hostile towards you. Yeah. I would say he is not directly hostile towards you. Okay. Um, can I? I all right. Cool. I, I'll be like, okay, I have maybe a plan. Uh he might not be happy with me afterward, but I can get him on this boat potentially. You can. Maybe. I don't hold promise. I um, take promises very seriously, and I don't think um, I can promise you that he will get on it, but I can promise that I could maybe try. <sighs> well, the gangplank's going up pretty soon, so the faster you do it, the better. Okay, so I'm going to uh, he- walk across the thing All right. and <laughs> like go up to him and be like, Hello, and I'm going to cast friends on him. So uh, for the duration, you have uh, for the duration, you have advantage of all charisma checks directed at one creature of your choice that isn't hostile toward you. When the spell ends, the creature realizes that you used magic to influence its mood and becomes hostile toward me. Uh, A creature prone to violence might attack you. A creature might seek retribution in other ways at the DM's discretion, depending on the nature of your interaction with it. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. Okay. What are you saying? Um, I'm going to say, uh, I am really sorry that I caused you, uh, mental harm. Uh, the boat will not sink. I do not think it looks pretty sound. Um, so please get on the boat because it would make everyone else's lives a lot easier and maybe yours. So then you don't have to wait a long time. For the next one. Okay. He his eyes sort of like narrow. Go ahead and roll charisma. Okay. Roll two D twenties. So. Yeah. Would be an eighteen. Or sorry, nineteen. Yeah, okay. So um he like looks up at you, still kind of scowling. <clears throat> and he stands up from his trunk, picks it up, and he's like, If we sink, I will not be happy with you. And he starts waddling up the gangplank. Okay. Uh, real quick, how long does that spell last? I have to concentrate. So I'm only going to concentrate on it until he gets on the ship. It's actually concentrate up to a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he, he makes it up there. Uh, he slams down his big old chest. He sits back down, crosses his arms, and looks angry out at the sea uh, as you are coming back uh, onto the big ship. Mm-hmm. All right, wonderful. And then... And then I'm going to, like, try to scoot toward the back of the ship as far away as possible, just okay. in case. Uh, so as the gangplank is being pulled up and uh, stored away uh, from the deckhands, uh, he, his eyes just sort of, like, go wide for a second. He's like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and he stands and he's like, no, 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 put the gangplank down, put the gangplank. And and the deckhands are like, we got to go. We're... We're behind already. We got it. He's like, no, no, we will sink. We will sink. And like the deckhands start like holding on to him and like pulling him away from the edge. Amazing. <laughs> uh, 
And and you guys start feeling uh, the ship sort of uh, moving. Uh, As this ship is sort of designed very strangely, uh, it doesn't feel like any ship anyone else has been on. Um, The focus is to move quickly in a straight line. That's what this ship is designed to do. And it does that. You guys definitely feel yourself moving quickly, but once it starts to turn, all of that momentum just sort of like dies. And then the ship turns and then it goes straight. After a little while on the sea, uh, you guys hear this like magical hum uh, start growing in sort of the center uh, of the catamaran ship. Uh, And over a magical intercom, you hear a voice. Ladies and gentlemen and everything in between, welcome to the Sacred Stone Transport Company. Is this a booze cruise? (laughs) (laughs) we at the sacred stone love love that you have chosen us the only company currently traveling from uh any port to the the gate since uh since you're here we might as well give you some fun facts about the sea now now the captain specifically told me not to do this and every single time i decide to do it he hates me just a little more that makes me a little bit happier. <laughs> Amazing. I, Muddle is like tuned in, ready to go. Hear all these fun facts. Yeah, Dax is in. Silas is in between, like, what the hell? And this is. I'm going to do it. Muddle's going to do Woo! <laughs> Woo! Thank you very much, Zaguruna. Oh, we got Karuna on board. Say hi, <laughs> buddy. Hi, Karuna. All right. <laughs> Uh, and you can see he's like, like the captain's cabin is like higher than everything else. Uh, and he's like sort of on this sort of small patio thing with, uh, what looks like a giant, uh, rock. Is he wearing a Hawaiian shirt, flip flops and his... like white shorts? <laughs> uh, he yeah. is wearing is white he wearing shorts. Aviators? He, he is wearing to. uh white shorts and he does have sunglasses on and yeah, they are a little bit like aviators. Um, but <laughs> he... more steampunky, right? Yeah. Yeah. More, more fantasy, more steampunky. Uh, and he, uh, smiles out over the crowd and he says, now these sacred gates transport company has gone through almost 200 times at the great gate in the middle of the ocean. Now, can anybody tell me what that means? No? Well, that I'll means- I'll raise my hand, I'll raise my hand. Uh, yes, uh, the uh, Garuda right there, how, how, how are you? Good, we're what, in the water, your... that is what it means. Do I win something? Uh, you just might. <laughs> what, what's, your, what's your name, Garuda? It is Muddle, it rhymes with Puddle, so it is easy to remember. <laughs> Yes, that is that is quite easy to remember. Everybody say hi to Muddle. And you see, and you hear like two or three people like hi, Muddle. <laughs> uh, a handful of like young kids stop playing on the deck to listen, and like they're realizing that like there is a giant black and blue Garuda that is just like the cutest thing they've ever seen, and they start like <laughs> inching their way closer, trying not to get too close, but also trying to like. Get your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, <laughs> the second I'm, I'm dialed into the to whatever this is. So. Yeah, yeah. 
the second mate uh, comes back and he says, Now, my name is second mate Aaron, and I'm going to be your friend for the next 12 hours. That's right. We got six hours to the gate and then six hours to Frontier's Landing. We hope that everyone on board is going to have a fantastic time. The concessions will open in about one hour, and we all hope that all the kids and uh, older adults... Uh, uh, they, they pop in and have their uh, fill of uh, complimentary snacks. Anything else is going to cost you just a little bit, but don't worry, we're on the sea, so uh, there is literally no end of food. All you have to do is go for a swim. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Muddle is fucking tuned in. Silas Whatever con- he says, just, Muddle will do. <laughs> Silas is just considering throwing himself over this, <laughs> the edge right now. Like, wouldn't be so bad. Dax thinks this is hilarious. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, a couple of minutes go by and he gives you, uh, fun facts about the area that you guys are traveling through. Uh, and finally he gets to, uh, information about the gate that you guys will be traveling through in about, uh, six hours. And, uh, this gate is a very, very, very long gate. Um, it is, uh, two stones that, uh, protrude from, uh, the ocean floor all the way out past the surface of the water. Uh, to about uh, 80 feet in the air. Uh, they are in uh, a straight line from each other, and they were only discovered about 90 years ago. Um, this is a direct link uh, from one part of the ocean to another part of the ocean that is much, much closer to uh, Amindia. Uh, this cuts down on travel time from about three weeks to a roughly 12 hours. Uh, and the old way of getting to Amindia, uh, no one used to use because it was so incredibly dangerous, uh, that no one really ever came back. Um, so there was some, uh, talk that, that certain people did come back, but it was never proven. He gives you information about how safe it is on this ship, but he does stress specifically. Now, I am going to say this um, as many times as I need to say this. Everybody here on the ship, once we get to the uh, giant gate, we're going to ask to stand at the very front of the boat. The reason why is because we want everybody to cross over at the exact same time, just to make sure that nothing goes wrong. Is uh, everything okay with that? And you hear a handful of people say, yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, thank you, Muddle. All right. Well, I'm going to leave you in the fantastically capable hands of my boss and captain. I will see you on the other side of the gate. Ah. And he hops back into uh, the captain's quarters. Excellent. Uh, So, yeah, you guys now have about uh, six hours of uh, downtime. What do you guys want to do? Cool. Um... Silas is probably going to try to find, like, I'm sure they all have rooms, right? Uh, no, there's no rooms here. There's some cabins, but okay, well, he's gonna they're, they're basically just like couches. Okay, well, he's going to try to find one that's not occupied. Okay. And he's going to sit and look through a book that he brought with him. And then I need you to check Discord. I will do that. Uh, Dax, what are you doing? I'll probably wander the ship for a little bit, kind of check things out. And then eventually I will go to find Silas, but not right away. Okay. Yeah, it's um, kind of a downer. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a lot of fun to be around, but... <laughs> no, he's not. Well. <laughs> uh, you see IFI um, and uh, Silify and, uh sort of hanging out 
uh, and they're they're chatting. IFI sort of like looks up and stops. She was like, "Oh, Dax, it's it's good to see you again. Are you excited? I am." thrilled to go through the gate. This will be my first time. Have you ever gone through the gate? I've never gone through the gate. I cannot wait to see what's on the other side. Um, would I have gone through the gate before? Yeah, you probably would have gone through the gate a handful of times. Okay. Um, I'll say, yeah, I've been, I've been through a couple times. <gasps> really? What was it like? Uh, you know, um, it, it was fine. I, I wasn't going through under the best circumstances, so we'll just, uh, we'll just leave it at that. Oh. It'll be, I, it'll be good this time, though. I see. Were you... You were in the war? Yeah. Wow. So you've even seen Omindia. I have. That's... That's astounding. I, I... I know that... Well, I know that we don't have much time here on the ship, but if you have any time to spare, I would love to pick your brain about that. Sure, we can chat about it. I need to go find somebody real quick, but... uh Oh, that, oh sure. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I I didn't even think. Of course, of course. We will we will find each other later. And yeah, uh, she sort she turns to her assistant and uh, says, "Now write that down. Dax, find later. Okay. It's like all right. I I will see you when I see you. That's a human saying, right? Yeah, you got it. Wonderful. All right. Bye, Mister Dax. Bye. <laughs> so he'll he'll leave, and uh, I guess we'll go find Silas because that's the thing that he has to do. Okay. Uh, We're babysitting, so we'll uh, babysit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Silas, are you hiding? No, he's not really hiding. He's just sitting on a couch. He's looking through what looks like a an old book. Sure. Well, not really a book. Sure. An old leather-bound thing in his hand. Sure. Um, how, how alert is he? Can Dax sneak up on him not intending to do so? <laughs> he's not very alert. He's he's very much into what he is reading, and it looks like he's taking notes. Uh, are you going to sneak up on him, uh, Dax? I mean, I'm not going to try very hard to sneak up on him. I'm not going out of my way to surprise him, but uh, um, I probably won't be very loud coming into the room. Right. Stealth, I guess, would be your best. Uh, that'd be a 15. <laughs> Uh, sweet. Uh, I should look up. What's your passive perception? Mine? Yeah. Uh, it should be on the right, uh, left-hand side. Oh, passive perception is, uh, 13. 13. Yeah, you do not notice, uh, Dax coming into the room and basically sitting across from you. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, so I'm really into what I'm reading. It, it looks, <laughs> so the book itself, uh, if Dax were to look, it looks like an old journal. I mean, he'll probably look for a second and then be like, is that a good book? Uh, the second he hears a voice, the book gets slammed shut. And he looks up, vaguely surprised. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, you were really into that. Yeah, I guess it was. Can I help you? You're, you're Silas? Yes. Cool. Uh, full disclosure, I've been hired to be your babysitter. Silas pauses, considers for a moment, and he doesn't look mad. Or surprised, but he does look vaguely <laughs> irritated. Babysitter. Yeah, and, and not so many words, babysitter. Mm -hmm. How much did she pay you? Well, I'm not going to tell you that. And I suppose if I gave you money right now to go away, you won't take that? No, nah, I've got other business in Omindia. Okay, well, let me be clear. I don't need a babysitter. I'm an adult. Sure. And I don't need these people knowing who I am. Fair enough. Great. 
You sure, you sure Prince, uh, first time out on his own, doesn't need a babysitter? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't need a babysitter. Hmm, okay. Well, that's kind of too bad. It's fine. We'll be friends. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Uh, so a little while later, um, Amon actually comes up and uh, <clears throat> knocks on the doorframe with you guys inside. Uh, and says, uh, Dax, I couldn't find your paperwork. Did you, did you sign up? Maybe. I, I, I'm so. a mon, by the way. I'm, I'm one of Longfoot's guards. Did I not sign the paperwork? I don't think I did. I don't think you did, and I don't think I, Silas did either. No, Silas did, Silas but did? he did not yeah, sign with his did. name. No, he didn't? No. Okay. Oh, I thought he did. I thought I remembered that. Okay, good. Um... Did everyone, I, I couldn't remember who's, I know that the only one I know for sure didn't sign is Leonard's character. Silas signed with a different name, but okay. he did sign. Okay. I mean, Dex, if he didn't sign, he will sign now. Um, and he's, he's looking through and he's like, oh, Ulrich, right. I'm sorry. Dax sounds like a last name to me. I, I'm sorry. It's Ulrich, right? Yep, that's right. Fantastic. I found you. That seems to pique Silas's interest. Like, he goes from irritated and kind of suspicious to, wait a minute. And he sort of hesitates and he goes, Dax Ulrich. Yeah. Where are you from? Around. Around? Mm-hmm. Any relation? Your kingdom, to I guess. So you're, I'm sorry, you're the Dax Ulrich. I mean, I don't know about the, but yeah. He looks a little uncomfortable for a second, and he thinks about it, and he goes, "You know the captain of the guard." Yeah. Right. I'm. I'm sorry. I. Um. I've heard of you before. I've read. Uh, your reputation precedes you. Does it? It's good to know. What is it? What does it say? Is it good reputation or am I in trouble? Uh, no. You. I thought you died. Um, I didn't realize you. You're still alive, actually. Oh. Who's telling people that I died? That's just a rumor. Oh. So, you retired. Um, well, I'm not dead. Well, I can see that. So you're not... Okay, alright. Uh, I have to go. And then he just gets up and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you actually push past him on, and he's like, Mr. Mr. Bones, I... Alright, well... I have a weird kid. I think we'll get used to him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've known his kind before. All right. <laughs> one uh, in every crew, right? One in every crew, it seems. All right, well, I have to go find Longgrass. <clears throat> You're uh, good. You, do you need anything? Uh, no, but do you know? Do you know where the elf lady went? I told her I'd catch up with her. Um, I, I believe uh, IFI is in the. Uh, well, she's getting food. Ah, all right. I'll catch um, up with her there. Thanks. Great. Uh, let's see you around. And he he sort of walks off. And Dax is going to go find IFI. So, yeah, you find IFI and her... (laughs) She actually has a a book open on a table and uh, a meal prepared next to her. uh, And she's eating with one hand and, like, casting prestidigitation to dry a page of one of her books. And then she turns the page and eats again and casts prestidigitation (laughs) to... (laughs) <laughs> uh, just just over and over again, drying uh, each page after one after the other. Uh, and you see her uh, her assistant next to her just like waiting 
not doing anything, just watching. All right. Um, I, w- I will stop by the table and say, how's the book drawing going? Mm, it's going good. And uh, she, she continues to eat and turn the page and cast the cantrip. Good, good. good. How are you? Great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had questions for you. Mm, I'm so sorry. I'm eating. Um, no, it's fine. Would you, um, would you like some food? Um, my assistant can get you some food if you'd like. Uh, no, thanks. So, All right. Um, wonderful. So, uh, uh, yes, you were in the war, weren't you? And as she's talking, she's still flipping pages and uh, casting the cantrip over and over again. Cool. And so what was it like? When, when did you go? How was it? Did uh, you fight in any yeah. battles? It it was it was war. Yes, I I assume it was. I was I was too young to go myself. My my mother and father they insisted that I go to college first, and so I went to college and studied there for about forty years. And then when I graduated, I well the war was over. So here I am going to India to study it in real time. That's uh that's the idea. <clears throat> Probably anyway, a good idea. Uh, what what uh, what brings you to Amindia, other than, of course, Mr. Longgrass? Uh, mostly Mr. Longgrass. Oh, oh, are you a are you a contracted uh, a guard? You could say that. Wonderful. Well, um, this here, uh, uh, Silifian, uh he is uh, well, he is my house Carl, and nice he to meet sort you. of like bows towards you, uh, and he's sort of still like scanning, kind of. Uh, making sure that there's no danger directly, uh, but he knows there isn't. He's like, yes, uh, he, well, he has been in my family's employ for over 150 years. Uh, I am, I am told that I am not to go anywhere without him. And she sort of looks a little disappointed at at saying that. <laughs> you know, I'm sure that he'll be a great asset when you actually need him. I, I, I certainly hope so. He is. Um, well, he is incredibly skilled with the sword. Um, but, uh, oh, I, I went to the uh, uh, Wizard College. It, um, it was a long, uh, long journey for me, but uh, I know almost every spell there is to know. Really? Yes. Truthfully. I have spent my entire life dedicated to learning every single spell that the, uh, well, the new way of magic has permitted. Pretty impressive. Thank you so much. It has been over a hundred and a uh, hundred years uh, of of practicing and uh, the forty years of college. Um, and when I get to Amindia, I will learn even more. I hear that there are some magics that not even Dolensheim knows about, and I hope to learn them all. It's a Hermione. <laughs> it is Hermione. <laughs> Hermione. <laughs> so as this conversation's going on, Muddle, what are you doing? Uh, I would have been at the bow of the ship, just kind of staring off into space where Steamer's Bay uh, disappeared into the, the horizon. Right. Okay. Kind of looking a little morose-ish. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lost so- in thought. You hear sort of uh, thundering footsteps coming up behind you. Oh, uh, 
Uh, okay, I'm gonna get the fuck out of there then. Snap, snap out of it and be like, Ugh! and then <laughs> uh, you, you look back and see this incredibly uh, large orc woman uh, w- with a smile that covers half of her face, uh, and she says, "Wow, it is beautiful, isn't it?" Uh, yes. I've yes. never, I've never actually <laughs> been on the ocean before. I, I must say, I'm a little nervous, but. Neither have I. Really? Uh Uh-uh. Have you ever flown above the ocean? Uh, no. Wow. That is, well, that's a little sad, I suppose. Not really. I had good memories. And some bad, but but mostly good. That is important. That is what makes a good life, I believe. Good memories. So, what brings you, a Garuda, this far away from home? That is a great question. Um, mostly because those guys, the guys told me uh, to and kind of rescued me a little bit. Oh, you you mean the two humans, the uh-huh. Peter and Amon? Uh-huh, uh-huh, those, those guys. Well, those, those two are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Good eggs, that's what mm-hmm. my mother would call them. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you know long grass? No. No? I don't think so. It's too bad. I'm looking for somebody who can sort of tell me about him. You know, he's, uh, I don't know. He's a little shifty, you know? He's, uh, I'm not saying that because he's a halfling. I'm just saying because, I mean, like, you know, he, where the money, he has a lot of money. And I, anyway, I'm sorry. I, di- I didn't mean, I didn't mean it like that. I'm just, I'm nervous is all. This is new to me. All of this is it's really new. That's okay. I have never left uh, uh, Seamer's Bay before, so this is all very new to me. Ah, it, interesting. Were, were you were you born in Seamer's Bay? Um, uh, born? Yes. No. Sorry, Garuda are hatched. I was hatched there. Yes. Uh, it, that's <laughs> that's weird. Like in in the hills ab- above the city, or. Uh, I'm 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 just not aware that Garuda would hatch, you know, on the ground. Uh, yes. At at sea level, huh? Wow, that's. Uh huh. All right. Um. <laughs> you know what? I thought I knew everything there was to know about the creatures of Dolenshine. Clearly, that's not true. So, uh, mm-hmm. you're teaching me things already, Muddle, and I hope that continues. Ah, uh, yes. Right. I um, hope it does continue, too. You are very nice. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta talk to Longgrass. Um, oh, um, if you see the dirt. dwarf, tell huh? him I am not here, because I think he may be mad at me. Oh, he's in the brig. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. No, they, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he really wanted to get off the ship as, as soon as possible, and so they just kind of tossed him in the brig. Oh, okay. That may be smart. Yeah. Maybe just for my safety, too. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take your word for that. And she sort of <laughs> walks off. Uh, so after a little bit more time, uh, have you guys eaten and drank and stuff? Probably, yeah. It's yeah. now, it's yeah. now getting about twilight time. The sun is uh, sort of uh, setting off the, uh, what would that be, uh, behind you, actually. 
Um, and so in front of you is just this yellow, orange, and blue, and purple sky stretching out into infinity that meets uh, an almost infinite ocean. After a while, two short spires you start to see off into the horizon. And again, that magical hum sort of comes over uh, what is now a magical intercom. And he's like, all right, ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between. We have reached the point of no return. What that means is we cannot turn around anymore. We are going too fast in one direction, so the only direction we can go is forward. And that forward right now means Amindia. We hope that everybody on the ship has had a nice and healthy meal, because this might be your last one. Just kidding, don't worry, we've gone through 200 times. So, everybody, as I said before, please line up at the front of the ship in a nice single file, holding on to the front railing, and we will get you to Amindia in just under six hours. See you on the other side. Muddle will make their way to the the front of the ship. Sure. Yep, stumble Dax. Silas is already there. Okay, for sure. Uh, I was going to say, if he doesn't see Silas, he'll go looking for him. Right, right. I get lost in a book again. We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but he did take a lot more notes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So you see a bunch of other uh, patrons sort of lining up uh, close to each other. Some families holding tight, uh, even young ones on their mother's or father's hips uh, as they look off into the distance. And uh, then all of a sudden... That distance changes. What once was a orange and blue and yellow and purple uh, horizon shifts oddly to a crystal blue and white beautiful day on the other side. It is strange because it's you don't see the ocean on the other side. All you see is what looks like a perfectly blue and cloudless sky. As you get closer and closer, there is a different magical hum that sort of encompasses all of your senses. And it takes a second for you to sort of realize that that's the gate. It is huge. It is massive. It is tall and wide. And this boat is specifically designed to slide right into it and come out the other side. Closer and closer and closer, the blue sky in front of you and the colorful sky behind you Eventually, the ship passes through, and it feels like you're falling over the railing. But as your brain is making that connection, that you're falling forward, it instantly snaps back into normalcy. And you are now looking ahead into a blue, cloudless, wonderful day in front of you. And uh, that uh, intercom magic hum comes back and he's like, congratulations, everyone. That was 201 times through the giant gate. We hope that you and everybody will choose again the sacred stone transport company. And that magical hum goes away and you guys are uh, almost six hours away from Amindia. You guys want to do anything before you get there? Uh, Silas is probably... They're able to leave the front, right? Yeah. Okay. He's probably going to head back down to the cabins. He's still interested in the di- in the book that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to keep looking through that. 
for something that I need to ask you about. More Discord talk. Okay. More Discord talk. Okay, My good. goodness, so many secrets. We have to have them. It's required. Dax, what are you doing as uh, Silas is doing this? Um, you're probably just wandering around. Okay. Maybe have some more food. I don't know. Okay. Nothing important. I think at one point, uh, Silas is going to go find Dax. Right. When he approaches him, he will kind of clear his throat. Wait for a second and then go, I just came to apologize. A what? I was not very cordial with you mm-hmm. initially. It's just that my sister tends to treat me like I'm a helpless child. and Considering she hired a babysitter, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's not. I understand that my station may make it seem like I don't know what I'm doing, but I have been training for years, and no, I never thought you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, I'm just telling you that I'm capable of handling myself, and whatever my sister paid you to do, just whatever happens, it's not your business. I'll tell you what. How about instead of me babysitting you, I just have your back. Sound good? Fine. That works. Cool. Uh, Muddle, are you doing anything for the uh, second half of the journey? Uh, I just guess chilling. Just chilling on the deck. Okay. Maybe, actually, no, I'm going to go eat food. Okay, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where uh, everybody has leveled up, even though we have already gone through Ha-ha. that. A handful of people. No, no, don't level up again. <laughs> everybody Aww. has leveled up. Um, but uh, <laughs> in canon, this is where it happens. Um, we need some friends along the way. Exactly. <laughs> friends are just as important as killing monsters. Friends add experience points. Yes. Uh, so yeah, um, it takes, uh, as I said, almost six hours, but eventually you guys see land and for the first time ever, all of you see Omindia, uh, this new part of Omindia. It's actually developed. It's a real city. It's a real port. Um, Dax, you have never even seen this place. Uh, Frontier's Landing is, um, about 40 to 50 years old. Um, it was, uh, first established, uh, as just like a landing spot, uh, at the very, very beginning of the war. Uh, and then it was converted into a, uh, shipping town, much like Seamers Bay. It has just grown and grown ever since. The land, uh, ahead of you gets more detailed and more detailed, uh, as you get closer and closer to it. You see, uh, uh, dock cranes, uh, you see, uh, more ships in the bay, just like uh, Seamers Bay had. Um, and yeah, you guys are getting closer to uh, Amindia and more specifically uh, Frontier's Landing. What are you guys doing? Uh, Silas is just preparing to deboard. He's getting his shit together. Yeah, Dax too. Okay. Uh, as you guys get closer and... Uh, oh, I should note, Silas, by the way, every time he has seen Longgrass, he's made sure he's kept his distance. Okay. For sure. So we're on the same page here. For sure. 
Uh, actually, like long... Rocket Raccoon, got it. <laughs> uh, Longgrass uh, is sort of like hustling and bustling uh, on the deck with Elira uh, again at his side. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, all right, everybody with the uh, Frontiers Fortune Foundation, I need uh, everybody's attention over here, please. Please, 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 please. And he's trying to get everybody's attention. Does he have one of those like tour guide flags? Uh, oh my God! Candy? <laughs> candy? Yes, yes, yes. A little sign he's holding up over his head. Yes, <laughs> yes, a little stick and a flag, and he's waving. <laughs> he's like, "Over to me, down here, down here, down here." All right, everybody, we need to all uh, uh, head into town, and then uh, we're all heading up the hill on the right-hand side of the town. Uh, uh, you'll just continue past it, and. Uh, uh, that's where we're meeting. Is everybody okay with that? Is everybody, uh, is everybody clear? What's the, did they bring the dwarf out of the brig? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> with everybody having that information, uh, the, uh, magical hum of the intercom comes back over and he's like, ladies, and gentlemen, everything in between, we have arrived. Welcome to the Frontiers Landing, the place where every adventure starts. Now, before we debark, we'd like to thank... And he just goes on on this, like, you know, partly written, partly improv scree about thanks and you should choose the uh, the, the Sacred Stone Transport Company uh, again, even though everybody knows that it is the only game in town and there is no choice in the matter. Um, and uh, eventually the ship uh, slows down um, and docks uh, in this specially designed dock on Frontier's Landing. And now I will send you what Frontier's Landing looks like. Oh, shit. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. So fancy. Neato burrito. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, you guys are uh, landing in that dock over there to uh, to your left is that uh, giant lighthouse slash uh, dock tower that uh, sort of just, you know, keeps keeps the peace in, in, the, in the bay. Um as you guys are de- de- uh, debarking onto, uh, I think that's a word, <laughs> onto uh, the dock area, uh, it is loud here. Seamers Bay is incredibly busy most days because it is a very popular uh, shipping location, especially around uh, the southern coasts of Dolensheim. But here is more specifically about bringing people here making sure that they have the right um, paperwork to stay in Amindia, or if they're just visiting Amindia, like this is customs uh, times a thousand. Uh, Families are here, uh, adventurers are here, businessmen are here. Uh, This is a busy dock. Most of the trading actually happens on the second dock that's uh, a little more north. That's where most of the fishing happens, Um, but they're trying to cut that down for other reasons. Um, I want to go to that cave. Yeah? Yeah, you like that uh, cave? I like the big spooky house up on top of the waterfall. <laughs> I also want to go to the haunted mansion. I'm going Wonderful. to the cave. And then also <laughs> that weird cabin in the woods. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. What's up with the cabin in the woods? What's going on there? All right. It's probably so, a log worker's place, but I still want to go. It looks like they might have good loot. <laughs> they might have just an old man shaking a fist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you guys are getting, um, off the boat and into this, uh, cacophony of, uh, dock activity. Um, and, uh, the more you work through, uh, the docks and, um, it sort of breaks apart, 
uh, and there is a large stretch of just paved road uh, that you see right there in between the two hillsides. Uh, you see a couple of farms off into the distance uh, that supplies uh, Frontier's Landing and a handful of other places with uh, edible uh, produce and grain and things like that. Uh, as soon as you get into Frontier's Landing uh, proper, you actually see the consulate, a huge building um, that have uh, a handful of people dressed incredibly finely, uh, standing around with uh, holding important looking conversations with other people dressed just as finely. Uh, they don't really pay any attention to you. Uh, as you guys make your way further into the town, that's when you see more of the everyday kind of people walking around. And this is strange. Um, most of Dolensheim is sort of segregated. Not on purpose, it just happens to be that way. Uh, for a nation and a continent that is so old, you just sort of sort tend to fall into the same routine for hundreds of thousands of years, but now this is a different kind of place. This is truly the beginnings of a melting pot. You see uh, Thadians running around with halflings. You see orcs um, helping uh, uh, Garuda and Dwarven uh, family members move into brand new housing. Uh... Other types of humans, other types of goblins, they're all sort of mingling and commingling together in this weird scene that you guys are not used to. Um, yeah, how do you guys how do you guys take this place in? Kind of cool. Are there Garudas around? You see a handful of Garudas. Okay. None look like you, but yeah. Uh, well, I don't think anyone would look like me. <laughs> like muddle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So smells of fresh baked bread and uh, cooking meats are everywhere. Every corner is a new either bakery or smokehouse. New flavors and smells and spices uh, that most of you are not aware of or, or prepared for. Just kind of hit your nose. And if you didn't eat on the ship, you're going to need to eat soonish. But... Mm. Um, are you all taking the uh, direction of long grass to meet uh, on the hill? Um, sure. Silas is actually going to stop to look for supplies, maybe. Is there like a place he can go for that? Um, what kind of supplies? Well, you see, when he left the castle, he brought things that at the time seemed really important. But at another time, he thought, oh, I might need that. Um, so uh, food. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can you can easily eat food at uh Cauldron's well, no, Pit. No, he's looking for food to take along, so like dried meats, things like that. Okay. Uh yeah, there's a handful of places that the uh, that you can go to. Okay. And then um yeah, he's going to go do that and he's going to go buy that stuff. Okay. And then uh, he's going to head to so the hill. Since I am still a babysitter, Dax will probably go hang with Silas. Okay. Muddle Question. Yes. Was there like like a bookstore, like for journals and or writing utensils? There are different types of places that you can go. Yes. Uh, okay. it, it depends on, on what you're looking for. You could go into Mystic Meddling. Uh, you might be able to find some things 
uh, at best root apothecary or maybe cauldron's pit cauldron's pit is sort of like the that's like the inn and the massive inn basically is what it is because mm. i just want a journal and some crayons so <laughs> <laughs> any places that have just like that normal stuff like uh, yeah yeah uh, um, okay give me one second okay uh, all right, so you find a, a temporary street vendor uh, sort of set up with um, random uh, assortments of what looks like papers specifically designed for, uh, like, magical spells and things. Um, at least that's what it's marketed as. And uh, a little old woman sits behind the counter, uh, smiling as you approach Muddle. Okay. He's like, oh, hello. What can I help you with? I am looking for a, a journal of sorts. Like, just, a, like a spell book. I can help you no, with a spell No, book. just like a normal, it's like a normal everyday Just a normal journal. journal. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. Um, and she sort of like turns around and like opens a crate and pulls out this. Uh, it's a pretty decent sized journal. It doesn't have a lot of pages, but it's, it's, it's decently sized. And she's like, I, I can give you this for five copper. Okay. And then... My preferred writing utensil is crayons. Do you have such items? Crayon, like the <laughs> the wax pencils? Yes, I, those. Sorry, I forgot the fancy term. Wax pencils. Yes. I, well, <laughs> I see. Um, no, I I don't know how you'd be able to read that. I I I thought that was only for. Th- Thieves and ne'er do wells. Oh no no no! I am not a ne'er do well. That, I'm a do well. All, all right. <laughs> well, I'm, but that is just my preferred writing technique. I'm I'm uh, I'm very, I'm very sorry. bad with pe- with uh with paint and ink. It gets everywhere. Well, all, all <laughs> I all I really have are these pens and and pencils. Where would uh, I find such? I, wax not, pencils, as you say. I'm not a hundred percent sure, to be honest. I, I don't know if anybody around here <laughs> would sell such a thing. Okay. What is what? I, what? What writing utensils do you have? Just uh, these these pencils and 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 these pens. Are they colored pencils? <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but no. Uh, Muddle's a little upset. <laughs> <Their> <laughs> they really world like color. Um, <laughs> and Muddle's trying to be like kind of adulty. Right. Um. Fine. I will take your pencil and your journal. All right. Um, How much? <laughs> the the pencil's free. It, it's just the five copper for the for the regular journal. Not a magical okay. journal, right? No, I don't need that. Oh, eh, oh, all right. I don't need it. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, just just the just the five five copper. Okay, I'll give them five copper. Well, thank you very much. And and she sort of pockets the five copper and 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 washes you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want you to know that he moved very slowly, like an old lady would, to grab something, and it was really <laughs> funny. Yeah. Very into character there. Yeah. Or just him. an average everyday. Uh, no, 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 very <laughs> good, very good. Silas, yes. what were you doing? I'm looking for um, supplies I should have Travel packed. supplies. Yes. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am a little it, bit lost. I'm. I've Paul. never shopped before. Uh-huh. This is not a thing I have done. So Paul, I, literally... I have a question about D&D Beyond real quick. Uh, oh. Okay, go for it. Uh, I'm trying to do the remove five copper, but all I have is gold. Right. Uh, so you are going to have to convert that copper into silver and then convert the silver into copper. Enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the conversion rate, man. Uh, I believe it's 10 for both. You can you can look it up, though. Oh, I see it now. It, wow. it, it does say it. Never mind. Okay, there we go. This is the cost of making me uh, create a shopkeeper out of <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Because I didn't think of a general store. Anyway. um, (laughs) That's okay. I thought of everything else, not a general store. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Well, I mean, to your credit, most of these kind of ports, like, most likely, not to to code D&D with you, but, like, there would be, like, little vendors and stuff selling those kinds of things. Yeah, that's where Muddle found the, yeah. To, like, Mm -hmm. idiots like Silas who... You know, oh, I didn't quite pack for this, did I? Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you find one of these uh, vendors uh, near the closer to the docks who is selling uh, dried meats, dried fish. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna walk right up and ask for dried meat and dried fish. Uh, right. I I can get you dried meat and dried fish. How much poundage? Poundage. Yeah. Poundage. How much? How much do you want? Uh. 3K, 4K, how much are you feeding? Um, uh, just me. Just, um, well, I mean, we're, we're a wholesaler. Right. Did you, uh, I mean, I, I've no problem with selling to you for. Uh, you know what? And he just pulls out three gold, puts it down and goes, how much is that? <laughs> That's 9K. <laughs> 9K. Okay. How much is that? At what point should Dax step in and help? <laughs> Please, God, anytime. This poor, this yeah, poor idiot has Dax never Dax done this before. probably thought this was funny until now, and he's like, all right, all right, hold on. Sure thing. Uh, so, Dax, you know 9K uh, could easily feed a platoon of yeah. about 80 people. And he's, so he's going to step in and be like, oh, yeah, hey, you don't want to give away the, your whole life savings, because that's... That's all you have in the world. We're not going to give it to him. No, it's so. No, it's not. That's mm, uh, okay. Right. No. So lower than this, I assume. Yeah. Right. A lot lower than that. Uh, okay. How, how about a K? Is that good? I'm, I'm assuming. Is that uh, how much we want? <laughs> that that's about five to six people for uh, for a week. Okay. Um. I mean, how many how many people are we trying to feed here? Looking at bones, know. going how uh, bones? Uh, Silas, who's going by bones? How how many people are we trying to feed here? I uh, just me, but he yeah. said they don't um, do that. So right, yeah, but we he sell. Was just trying to feed one person. We sell dried meat to the sailors so that they can right survive so. on the ocean mm-hmm. for weeks or months. Oh. So not you. And then he just takes the gold, puts it back in his pocket and walks away. Like, not you then. <laughs> the, the wholesaler looks up at Dax like, what What the fuck was that? <laughs> he's, he, he's trying. He's learning. Uh, he's, he needs some help. Um, yeah. We're going we're gonna to go and find uh, someone who sells for individuals. Right. Um, uh, Cauldron's Pit. Best meals in the whole town. Silas has already Thanks walked so away. Much. I don't know what you're waiting for from me. Oh, he was telling Dax. Not Thanks. Uh, 
yeah, no, uh, Dax is going to go after, he's going to thank this man, this kind man, for not being like, oh yeah, that's, that's enough for, for this one person. And uh, following Silas. Uh, great. So uh, do you guys go to Cauldron's Pit or what? I'm going to steer Silas toward Cauldron's Pit. Okay. Silas gets there, looks up and goes, oh, that's weird. He said Cauldron's, but it says Calderon's on the sign. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you know, so you know, sometimes people make spelling errors and you know the paint means that they just they can't fix it. So it's a I just didn't choice. notice. Calderons. 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 The uh, Why is Calderon? And why does he have a pit? <laughs> so uh you guys reach this place. It is huge. It's about an entire uh city block wide and three stories tall. It is a huge inn, uh, and inside it, uh, these big old double doors is uh, what looks like a sunken living living room, but is just instead a massive eating area, uh, just tables as far as the eye can see, um, and a handful of people sitting at them. It doesn't look very populated at the time, um, but on the very far end is a pretty decently sized stage. Uh, and directly in the center of the eating area is uh, a pit, a giant pit with a cauldron in the middle of it. It's not lit or anything. Uh, right now, it's just for decoration. You can maybe assume that they sometimes turn it on. Um, but uh, yeah, there it is. It's quiet, a little a little oddly quiet in here. But uh, you do hear uh, one voice uh, from the back in Dwarvish, which I don't think either of you speak. No. No. Okay. Well, I think I speak Elvish, actually. Yeah, you probably speak Elvish. That makes sense. Silas, I think we established that Silas understands Elvish. Yeah. Moderately well. Yeah. I'm sure you can uh, read and write it, but maybe not speak it. Like that came naturally to him. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Uh, Okay. So, yeah. uh, Dwarvish uh, from the back and uh, all of a sudden a um, round, redheaded a uh, dwarven man comes out uh, and he opens his uh, arms wide and he's like, Hello! Welcome to my pit! Huh, I ca- Cauldron's pit. I am Tankard. Uh, you can call me Tankard. My name isn't Tankard. Welcome! Would you like some food? Yes. Um, we're, we're, looking, we're looking for some, some dried meat, some traveling food. Well, Gonustro will help you. Yes. How much... Uh, is it just the two of you, or is there more coming in your party? And Silas kind of side-eyed acts her in it and go, yeah, two of us. Just, just the two, huh? Yes. Can, can I come in? Muddle, muddle, <laughs> muddle, 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 muddle. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you, you hop in, and you're like, oh, are, are they with you? And Silas will kind of like look over and just, I, I guess. Wonderful, wonderful, come, 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 come. Okay. And he sort of motions you down into the uh, uh, sunken dining area. Silas is never born more uncomfortable in his life. Um, it is palpable how uncomfortable this man is right now, but he is following along. <laughs> All right. He wants to show you his pet. Yeah, great. Go see a pet. He, uh, <laughs> he sort of appropriate. He sort of ushers you uh, directly into the center of uh, to his pit. Yeah, to his pit, and uh, you actually kind of sit close to another couple of people uh, who just look like dock workers um, and they sort of like look over at you. There are dozens of tables empty, but you're now sitting close to 
uh, another group of people. How obvious it is, is it that Silas and Dax are probably the best dressed people here? Uh, incredibly obvious. <laughs> oh, good. Um, Muddle probably close second to the best dressed person here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yes, uh, as he sits you down, he hands you these menus and he's like, it is so good to see new faces here in Frontier's Landing. As I said, my name is Gunustro Cauldron, or you can call me Tankard. Friends call me Tankard. It's not my real name. My real name is Gonustro, but you can call me Tankard. All right, Tankard. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I will be your server, and my wonderful daughter, uh, Tuji, she is uh, cooking wonderful food today. What can I get all of you to drink? I would like a plain water. Sure, of course, of course. <laughs> and and you, sirs, how, how can I help? What are you having, Bones? <laughs> pauses for a second, and... Um... Dex, we'll give him a pointed look of, yes, your name is Bones, you picked it, go. <laughs> Thailand wine. Thailand, oh, I, I only have a few bottles. It is um, quite expensive. Is that okay? Oh my God. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, all right. And and, and you, sir, what will you have? Uh, just, an, just an ale. Just an ale? The house ale or? Uh, house ale's fine. House ale. Wonderful. It is very good today. We did it right. So I will be right back. And, uh, it's always a good sign when they assure you they did it right today. Right? You know, because if they didn't tell me they did it right, that means they did it wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the implication. Uh, and so he, uh, he heads yep. back into the kitchen. It takes him quite a long time to actually get there. Um, but he finally gets there uh, and eventually comes back with, uh, with your drink and uh, an entire bottle of uh, Thailand wine. Dax just kind of side-eyes him and goes, really? Golnustro does his best uh, to sort of show it off fancily, uh, but he doesn't really know his his thumb actually covers half of the label on it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Good sir. Good sir. <laughs> He's gonna pour out a little bit to taste. Uh, no, he actually he forgets to do that. <laughs> And, and he pours it into the glass and he's like, oh no! And he takes takes the glass, pours that wine into a second glass, then pours a little bit into the first glass and hands it to you. He's like, do you like it? <laughs> Silas is so thrown off by this whole process. He's never, this is weird. So he takes a sip. Yeah, it seems fine. Wonderful, sir. And he takes that second glass that he poured the wine into and pours it back into the first glass and hands you. <laughs> this is glass. like an alien fucking planet to Silas. This is so He's fucking airing weird. airing the wine. This is how he airs the wine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and then he sets the table gently down on the table. And the he, table gently down. On the table. He, he, sets, he sets the the bottle gently down on the yeah. table. The bottle shaped like a table. He does. <laughs> he does this weird, awkward bow that, like, you can tell he would do it better if he was younger. But his back is probably thrown out. You don't need so to he, do that. So he like. Mm. You don't need to do that. Of course, sir. Gonustro is here for you. Is there any food that I can bring you? We're just here for food for traveling. Food for trap, like dried meats. Yeah. Did yes. you try the dark? Yes. No, you did not like the meats. It's fine. We have the best meats in town. We do. Good. That's what we've heard. Wonderful. How much would you like? 3K, 5K? He's just going to look at Dax like, <laughs> I clearly don't know. How many, uh, how many platoons are you, uh, are you outfitting? Uh, it's just the three of us. Just the, oh, I see. I understand now. You want to eat. Okay. 
That's good. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You want it now? Of course. <laughs> and he sort of hops a little bit as he like shuffles back into the back. Silas is going to take a bigger drink this time. <laughs> Dax is going to look at Silas and go, okay, listen, you can't be ordering the fanciest wine. This I'm surprised fancy. they had it. What do you mean fancy? This is the bottom of the barrel. For you. Okay, so what am this I supposed is, to order? This is fancy for, for most people. Yeah, I kind of got that feeling. If, if you want to make sure that nobody knows who you are, you can't be ordering this. What am I supposed to order? What you ordered? Because that sounds yeah. terrible. You would Try it. You might like it. <laughs> he kind of looks at it like, dare I? Dax hasn't, no, if you haven't noticed, Dax hasn't even tried it yet. <laughs> you try it. Fine. <laughs> He'll take a drink. Okay. Um... Let me actually roll for it. Do you want me to roll for it? Yeah, I'm just going to... Do we need a constitution? I'm going to roll for it because it's my my beer. Oh. Um, Do I need a constitution saving throw? uh, Yes, (laughs) actually. Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. I rolled a seven. Oh, no. (laughs) Already incapacitated. Haven't even started the real adventure yet. Uh, 17 with my modifier. Okay. Um... So you're able to keep it down, but uh, if this is his best, it needs work. I'm going to slowly move the glass away from Tyler. <laughs> so should I order that? No. Hmm. <laughs> he just goes back to drinking his wine. Like, yeah, okay. I made the right call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so eventually Ganalstro comes back and he is carrying uh, a, uh, a lovely sack that he's prepared. It's actually a nice red and... Uh, white polka dotted uh, satchel that he has and he sets it down on the table and he's like, that should be good for about two weeks. Gnosto right. promise. Right, thank you. Tankard, I mean tankard. My my real name is not tankard, but my friends call me tankard and you That's... can call me tankard. That is a tankard promise. That is completely all right. Thank you. Wonderful. How much? Um, for the lot, let's see, the wine and the ale uh, and the water. I'm, I'm very sorry. Um, would you like anything, Garuda? Um, do you have, um, I like meats, but like, do you have like a mixed bag of traveler rations? Oh, uh, Nuts, I, I can, dried fruit. I can prepare a platter. Yes. Like a mix and you I, take on the trails? Mm-hmm. And like, just put that in a bag. Of, of course, of course. <laughs> so for all of that, we're looking at uh, three gold. Right. And he pulls out three gold like it's nothing and just, there you go. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, take three gold yeah. away. Cool. How do we get He's like, thank you. Thank you very much. And he goes oh, in the back to get metal stuff. Uh, so once he comes back, um, what are you guys doing? Um, I will not be drinking any more of the ale. Okay. <laughs> I may fair. ask him for water. Okay. Uh, uh, Silas so yeah. just finishes off uh, his glass and then I guess puts the cork back in the bottle to take with them. Sure. Not a problem. Uh, okay. So um, as you guys are just about to leave, you actually hear the door open again uh, and you look up and you see Pater. Uh, and he's still in his garb, uh, in his guard garb. And uh, he looks around and sees all of you and he's like, ah, there you are. I've been looking all over for you. Most of the people are uh, up on the hill, but uh, Longgrass wanted me to give you this. And he hands uh, all three of you uh, a pamphlet 
that is for the Frontier Fortune Foundation. It makes it look uh, a lot fancier than it actually is. Uh, and it talks a little bit about um, long grass, just like a sort of, you know, CEO status, just surface it's like level. like a little portrait of him with his arms crossed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, a, in a very plain suit with a very plain background. Um, and it's, it's clearly for promotional use. When you open up the pamphlet, in the center of the pamphlet is a beautiful picture. And I will actually send that over now. It is a picture, and above it, it says the mansion. And uh, <laughs> it, it touts dozens and dozens of rooms, west wing, east wing, north wing. It has stables and gardens and a courtyard. It's next to a beautiful lake that overlooks the entirety of Frontier's Landing. And it promises you a spot in this mansion with your own uh, space to work and study and your own uh, home quarters. It it promises it's a home away from home. Isn't and, that the name of the haunted bullshit on the map? <laughs> and it uh, <laughs> it is uh, telling you all this in very fancy bullet points uh, listed on the side. Um, and you guys uh, are now heading up to the hill with Pater sort of leading the way. Silas is actually a little bit hopeful about this one. Right. Uh, so, yeah, this is probably the fanciest thing Dax has ever seen, or at least potentially seen. And, uh, Muddle, it's the same thing for you. Like, you you lived in a, in a pretty nice house. It was, it was nice, but uh-huh. nowhere near like this. This is gorgeous. I don't know what you're talking about. Dax has seen the palace. He was literally just in it. Right. You've seen the palace, but you've never lived in the palace. No, I've never lived in it, but I've seen it. And now you have the potential to live in your very own palace. I don't trust it. Okay. All right. So uh, I don't know why you wouldn't trust it. That's so weird. Uh, (laughs) So the closer you guys get... It's being advertised by Rocket Raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) The closer you guys get, you actually do hear um, a waterfall and... It goes into a lake that you can tell from uh, a distance is a very beautiful lake. Uh, But then, well, a very strong smell hits you. It's the smell of rotten eggs. It's sulfur. That sounds bad. It is everywhere up here. It is putrid and disgusting. (laughs) Everybody coming with you is holding their nose. Uh, even pa- uh, Pater is a little bit more used to this. Uh, so every now and then he's just sort of like scratching his nose, hoping that gets it out. Um, but it doesn't. And uh, the closer you get, you start to see this old, disgusting, ramshackle, just nothing. It's basically nothing. It's basically pieces of wood held up by other pieces of wood. Uh, in a random disorder of uh, just nothing. I want to sue Longgrass. What's the role for that one? <laughs> False advertisement. Yeah, this is why I didn't trust it. Uh, and you see the group of people that you have been traveling with uh, sort of up ahead. And yes, you do see Xandros. He, he is actually like looking at the uh, just ruins of a building uh, on the edge of this lake. And um, shaking his head 
and walking around a little bit and shaking his head more. And um, a couple of other people that you didn't uh, see on the boat are actually standing alongside um, long grass. Dak's like, oh, cool. Uh, so the closer you guys get, yeah, you realize that what was on the pamphlet is not what's actually here. Um, no. <laughs> which is a little bit disappointing. Uh, but... Uh, do we see all the uh, the sleeping bags laid out around a campfire? You do see a campfire. Cool. <laughs> um, by the way, it's about 10 o'clock uh, in, in the day now. Uh, you guys are a little bit... Uh, I don't want to say jet lagged, but uh, jet lagged. Yeah, like portal lagged. You guys uh, walk up on this, and Longgrass finally looks up from uh, whatever conversation he's having. He's like, "There you guys are. We were wondering where you were. We weren't going to start without you, so we needed you to you be here. What do you think, huh? Isn't this gorgeous? Look at this place, huh? Yeah, the house is a real beauty, isn't it? Oh, well, I no, it's not. You don't have to lie, Dex. It's it's There's a piece not. of crap. But what this is is land." Huh? Look at this. Land. What is that smell? Yeah, that's uh Oh, the the smell. Right. So there is an abandoned sulfur mine um on the top where the the waterfall's coming from. Uh so it's uh well, it's leaking into the lake. I would suggest not going into the lake uh until they tell me they're going to clean it up. Huh? But you know uh, the councils. You don't know the councils. Why mm. would you know the councils? I know the council here. We, I know about councils. It's right, about right. You know, you know, uh, towns. They they say they're gonna do something. They'll they'll get around to it. Anyway, this is land, everybody. This is this is this is potential. It's what this is. Don't you see it? And he's sort of like, you can almost see him getting a little taller. Because now he's starting to be himself a little bit more. And he stands up and he says, this is the future. You see, I bought this land. It was pretty cheap, I will admit. But I bought this land on top of this hill. This land goes all the way from the other side of the lake, all the way down the hill. That includes the forest. And he kind of points behind you and you see the forest behind you. And uh, I'll say that the forest doesn't look great. Uh, and he, he points behind you and he says, this is the entire hill. Now, I know it's not as beautiful as my pamphlet might have made it out to be. But my hope is that one day it will be and then surpass that beauty. The way that I plan on doing that is to bring people like you here to work for the Frontier Fortune Foundation. And when I say work, well, we'll get to that in a second. What I want to make sure, real quick, everybody has signed the paper, right? And he looks yep. around, making sure that everyone mm -hmm. has signed. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Because there's one more signature I need on a second piece of paper. And once I get that signature, everyone here will be full partners in the Frontier Fortune Foundation. What that means is stability. What that means is money. What that means is promise. And once we get those signatures, we can form the company. I can take that to the consulate here in Omindia, and we can begin our work here. I have already dug roots deep into Frontier's Landing. And once we get the right signatures with the right people, 
they will give us full reign and full access to all of the resources here at Frontier's Landing. Then we can start shipping and building materials. We can start making this, well, hut, I suppose, into the mansion that's in the pamphlet. What? Questions at the end, please, Mr. Bones. Now, your jobs are simple. It's dangerous, but very profitable. You're here for two reasons. One of those reasons is to make money. That's right. All you got to do is make money for the company. That's all you have to do. It doesn't matter if it takes you weeks, months, doesn't matter. You bring money back, you keep what you want. As much money as you bring back is as much as we can give you back. huh? Whatever you give to the company, when your contract ends, you get three times that. That is a guarantee. That is one of the things that you signed and another thing that you will sign on the second piece of paper. The second reason why you are here, this one is the big one. We are here to map and explore Omindia. This continent has had access from Dolensheim for about 60 years. But in that time, no one has made it all the way to the other coast. And that's what we plan to do. A handful of other settlements have started deeper into the continent. But as I said, no one has made it to the eastern coast of Amindia. We will. We will map and we will make it safe. And while we do that, we will activate the standing stones so that others coming to Frontier's Landing will come here first, then go through the portal to any part of Amindia. See their friends, their family, start a new life. Everyone here can help others start a new life and then, in turn, start a new life yourselves. I promise you, by the time your contracts are done, you will have more money than you will know what to do with. You can send it to anyone and still live a life of luxury. And, more importantly, I will promise you that while you are here in Omindia, you will change the lives of thousands of people. Not only the lives of people who are already here, but the lives of people in Dolensheim that need a new start and are looking to Amindia to do it. So, he sort of motions over to Pater, and Pater pulls out another uh, small stack of papers and starts handing them out. Once you sign this piece of paper, you will be full partners in the Frontier Fortune Foundation. And that means money and progress. And he lets you do what you got to do. Silas signs the same way he signed the first time. <laughs> okay. That should be a nice surprise for, for them later. Yeah, yep, yep. Oh, so uh, it sounds fine, I guess. Dex came here to, uh, to do the thing, so he's going to go ahead and sign it. Okay. Metal will also sign. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. You see the others around you sort of him and haw a little bit. Um, you do see uh, IFI sign yeah. almost immediately, uh, but uh, you do not see uh, IFI's uh, home guard sign. You see uh, Zandros does not sign because uh, presumably he already has. And um, you do also see Grow, the orc. Uh, she signs. Also, the party members that are not not here also sign. Or don't. We will talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> so, what about uh, the dwarf? What's that? What about the dwarf? Xandros? Uh, yeah, Xandros uh, is there. Uh, he's sort okay. of still walking around the grounds, shaking his head at certain things. Um, mm. He does not sign because presumably he already has. Oh, okay. Or ha has not 
All right. Thank you all for joining me on this. I will be here if you guys need anything at all. I will say that the accommodations, well, they're not great. Cauldron's Pit has really comfortable rooms, but you will have to pay for them. But you could stay here if you have your own camping equipment. Does the house not work? He sort of like looks back and uh, perfectly comedic timing, uh, a shingle from the roof falls off. And he's like, (laughs) well, I mean, it does. Great. It's got Dax is gonna Dax is gonna clap Silas on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, what's a, what's a little bit of camping? Sounds like fun." He says nothing. There's nothing to say. He's just staring at the house. Cool. So Silas is gonna go camping with Dax. Sounds like fun. We're gonna do it. Camping. Uh, Muddle, how do you feel? Um, I feel pretty pretty good. I'm vibing. Not much for me to do. I don't really have much of a say. Right. No. I mean, you're an easygoing Garuda, so yeah. this makes sense. Yeah. 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 All right. He's like, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, well, uh, I have a couple of things that I need a couple of you to do uh, since now you are under my employ. Um, And uh, then we can end a yell breaks over his, his speech. And you look behind you towards the woods and you see one lone figure sprinting out of the woods, full speed. It looks like he knows how to run. He's not one of those people in movies who throw their arms wildly to the side. <laughs> no, he's Tom Cruise running. <laughs> Tom Cruise fucking running, just like perfectly straight arms. Yeah, perfectly arms straight arms, just like dead <laughs> like eyes directly. out of running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, you can't quite make out what he's saying, but eventually you do. He's screaming Longgrass's name. Oh, I don't know what any cool. of us are supposed to do. We're just, uh, Silas We're just is gonna looking. look at Longgrass. Uh, Dax is gonna look at him like, do I need to like draw my sword or something? Like. Let's give me a cue here, buddy. Uh, he sort of like keeps his eye on the running figure and like sort of turns back to you so all of you can hear. And he's like, that is Ryloff Mander. He is the captain of the guard here. I think something's wrong. Uh, and he sort of makes a couple of steps forward. And eventually you hear Ryloff one more time say uh, Longgrass's name and then ghouls. Oh. And, then, and then we roll for initiative. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Silver Tongue Audio.